Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Today's lesson comes from the book, The Last Lecture by Randy Pausch. If you have not read that book, oh my gosh, guys, treat yourself to it. Read it, listen to it over and over and over and over. You will get more lessons out of that book every time you listen to it. I bet you have listened to that book 20 times. I'm not 20 times. I'm not kidding, guys. It might be more than that. Everything comes from that book today. He says, I would take an earnest person over a hip person every day because earnest is long term and hip is short term. Earnestness is highly underestimated because it comes from the core, while hip is trying to impress on the surface. Hip people love parodies, don't they? But you know, there's no such thing as a timeless parody. And again, these are Randy Pausch's words, not mine. He says, I have more respect for the earnest guy that does something that will have a positive impact on generations down the road than I do for the hip person that needs to parody. I love that. He goes, I love Eagle Scouts, and so do I. Becoming an Eagle Scout is about the only thing you can put on your resume that you did at age 15 that still impresses at age 50. Isn't it true? Now that we've established the difference between earnest and hip, how do we apply it to our lives? Because this is what it's all about. Have you ever read the book, The Psychology of Money? It's the very best book on money management I've ever read. And you know, it says past a certain level of income, what you need is what sits just below your ego. Think about that. It's so true, isn't it? Now follow this. There's needs that we want to have to spend money on. If you have enough money, there's a secondary set of wants that can add value to your life. If you have even more money, you now can spend money to show people that you have money, right? (laughs) It makes a great point that one of the greatest ways to raise your savings is not to raise your income but it's to raise your humility. I love that quote. It comes from the book. It's great stuff. He defines savings as the gap between your income and your ego. And man, when he said that, I thought, wow, there it is. My dream, my goal in life, I want to live in a little ranch house with my wife and kids one day. We're getting there. This is why so many people with decent incomes save such a little amount of money. Because the definition of savings is the gap between your income and your ego. Our goal in life should be to outperform ourselves, not our neighbors, not the Joneses, but ourselves. When we compare ourselves to others, we fall into the trap of trying to be hip and not earnest. Let's not do that. Don't ever compare yourself to someone else. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. That's the way it works. Living a life of peace and comfort and peace of mind depends more on what you want than what you earn. Did you get it? My mom pounded that into me. Living a life of peace and comfort and peace of mind depends more on what you want than what you earn. And I can tell you this, when you're living the life you're supposed to, the dreams will come to you. They chase you down. Your goal should be to add value to the world around you. When it comes to your income and your savings, most people talk about the tangibles the things it can buy, but there's something much more valuable, 
something much more important. It's the intangible. It's living a life within your means and saving your money and not buying things that's going to destroy your peace of mind and buying things that will bring you peace of mind. Savings without a spending goal can give you options and flexibility. Think about that. And in life, you're only as free as your options. Savings without a spending goal gives you options. And we are as free as our options on every level. Every bit of savings, it's like this. It's like taking a point in time in the future that would have been owned by somebody else and giving it back to yourself. That's what savings is. The greatest return money's ever going to give you is your ability to spend your time the way you want with the people you want for as long as you want. That's the greatest return money will ever give you. The problem is that's not measurable, is it? So it doesn't count very much. But the problem is the most valuable thing you got, your peace of mind. You cannot measure the joy and the peace they receive by gaining the ability to spend your time the way you want it. You can't measure it. And most things in life that can't be measured get overlooked. Don't overlook it. Your peace of mind matters more than anything. Money in the bank that gives you a 0% return may actually give you the biggest return of your life because it's going to give you time with your grandchildren, time with your wife, time with your child. This is the hidden return of managing your life in an earnest way by spending money only on the things that you need. Forget about being hip. Let's change the culture of America. Let's do it together. Let's do it today. Because after all, just like wealth, peace of mind cannot be seen. Think about this. When's the last time you saw a Ferrari go by and you looked at the person driving it? We don't do that. We look at the car. But the person in the car thinks you're looking at them. But no one's looking at them. They're looking at the car, not the driver. I say this. In life, make your decisions based upon your own long-term peace of mind, and you're probably making the right decisions. Be earnest. Forget about hip. You know what's funny, Ralph? As we're here doing this, I've now gotten two text messages from lending companies trying to lend money. Hi, it's Mark. I know it's been a while. Are you still looking for business funding? There's <laughs> another one. Star Medical. Can you use $100,000? It's like... <laughs> sure. Right, God, right? Why not? We're talking about money, right? That's crazy. Funny. It's weird how it works, right? It is. It's the way it works. I know. I like this conversation, though, hip first earnest, because I think it's like a, in today's day and age, um, it's something that we're all facing. Um, I think there's two ways people are looking at the world, right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to say it's an old school, new school way of thought, but I think um, I, I do. I, I Actually, no, I will say that. I think there's an old school and a new school way of thought. And I think the people yeah. that are trying to change the world now have this new school way of thought that isn't really effective. Mm -hmm. When it comes to money and spending money, I've, known, I've learned a lot of times the people that have the wealth, they have the money, they don't show it because they don't need to show it. You know, they... Uh, it works. The people that have the money, they, they're, they're content, they're satisfied, they're at peace of mind because they, they have wealth and you don't need to show it. They're, then there's another, there's another group that may not have so much and they're trying to show it or they're trying to be it in a sense. I don't know. It's, it's, 
But, but then, then as you know, I'm saying this, there's another category of people that have it and show it. So there's all three. Yeah. Right. It's pe people trying to change the world for their good. And then people looking out for their own self-interest with like this weird mask of like trying to do good. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird thing. I don't want to say it's discernment, but like you just see all these people and, and I'm telling you it's social media. Like it's just, it's all social media, man. It's flooded with it. It's that damn TikTok stuff. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, it's crazy. But like people, they're only looking out for themselves and not really worried about other people, but it's almost like their peace of mind. You know what I mean? Like they seem happy, right? Everything on the surface, they seem happy. Are they really happy? Is that their peace of mind? Like, it's just, it's so weird to just see. Sure. You know, this is where that saying, know yourself, you can't improve on something you don't understand. So if, if we live our lives trying to impress others around us, whether it's through buying clothing or some jewelry or whatever it is, we're basically giving up our own peace of mind for this because, you know, I'd rather not have the, the crazy expensive jacket or piece of jewelry. And I'd rather have the peace of mind of, of money in the bank than the jewelry to show someone that had the money, you know? So I, I would always say, make your decisions based upon your own long-term peace of mind in every way, in finances and so on. Um, if you're ever spending money to impress someone, it's the wrong motive. They're probably not even going to notice, you know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. No. I used to do that all the time when I was playing poker full time. We would just, I'd make all this money and then spend it at the club and do things mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, what am I doing, man? Right. Now I look back, I'm like, wow, I wish I had. Yeah, right. <laughs> if we had all that invested, I'd have a million now, bucks be, today. Yeah, exactly. It'd be right. insane, right? But you live and you learn and that's the way it is. But yeah, just today, I don't know if these people, I feel like such an, I'm 28 years old for those of you listening. So I don't like to think that I'm that old, but I guess I am kind of old. I'm 28 no, but maybe it's the way I was raised. I just think there's such a different way, man. People look at the world and like, it's a value system. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, right. Oh my God. What it's, do you value? What has value? It's crazy. And there's so many people that just don't care. Like their right. values. It's like, ah, my values can be sold for a paycheck. My values can be sold for a dollar. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, and I'm trying to understand it. I'm trying to comprehend it. It's almost evil in a way. Right. Not to bring up religion or get any sort of religious, but like, it's just, it's almost people are so freely willing to give up anything, mm -hmm. morals, values for money. How do you, how do you keep up with them? The earnest, you know what I mean? Like what, mm -hmm. how do you distinguish the hip and it, the earnest? Right, it's standing for something. You know, saying if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm -hmm. It's taking a stance. And a lot, a lot of people today, they're nervous to take a stance because of whether, whether whatever it is, the politics or the, you know, some, whatever. They're afraid of what people are going to think about them or say about them. Who cares? Take a stance. You know, even if you're wrong, you, at least you took a stance. Yeah. You know, the people that will, the people that will change the future are going to take a stance. Take a stance. That makes sense. I said that all the time, like with that whole Colin Kaepernick thing, when all that sports stuff was going, I don't know if you follow sports as much, but no, hold on. he was like he, preaching his values, whatever it is. I didn't believe it. Like I wasn't like, I was like, whatever, like just you're a football player, things that and the other thing. That was like three years ago. Mm -hmm. Now I look at it with the perspective of like, whether or not you agree with what he did or not, he stood up for what he believed in. He put his foot in the ground and said, I'm fighting, my my sword is in the stone here. I'm mm -hmm. not leaving. This is my stance. And I'm like, damn, like I got to respect the guy. He stood mm -hmm. up for what mm -hmm. he believed in, regardless of what, if it's what you agree with or what you don't agree with, he still did it. Right. He had the, he had the gall to do what he had to do. He he said, you know what? I'm taking a stance against this and I'm going to do what I got to do. And I'm going to fight for what's right, whether it means paycheck or no paycheck. Mm -hmm. Right. You got to respect it. 
So those are the people. So when you say hip and earnest, is that kind of what you're referring to? Like people that aren't afraid to stand up for what's right or, you know what I mean? I'm trying to find that distinguished, like, what is it like hip or earnest? So hip, a hip person is trying to impress on the surface. They're, they're, it's all it's all surface related, whether it's it's a car or it's clothing or trendy. It's a hairstyle, right? Yeah, What's trendy? That, that's that's hip. Earnest comes from inside out. So an earnest person is the same today as they were yesterday, then will be the same tomorrow. A hip person is willing to change based upon what the whoever's around them, and and they're willing to morph. Earnest always wins long term because a hip person ends up being nobody because they're everybody. Yeah, as I say, that hip is like fake. It's almost right. fake, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. They're more worried about the outside and they are truly on the inside. Right. Uh, right. This is why, like, I always try to hire people that are earnest at the winery because I want people that are not trying to act a cool in a certain way. I mean, even the word cool, like I'm going to act cool. It's, it's goofy, you know, because what will happen is when they're 40 and 50 years old, who cares if you're cool when you're 20 years old, you know, but earnest is long-term. It stays within. So if I can meet someone that's 20 years old, that's earnest and they got good qualities about them, meaning they're, they're dedicated, they're honest, they're trustworthy, they'll follow through, um, they'll tell the truth, you know, all these things. That's the person I want to be with because they're 20 and they've learned something that that most people learn when they're like about 50, you know, and, and I, I can I can get use that to my advantage. Yeah. And for society, we can add value to the world through it. I always will hire the earnest person over the hip person. I can tell you at Blue Ridge, I only hire on ethics and morals. You can teach any skill set you want, but I cannot change who they are. This is why the conversation that comes from the last lecture, Randy Pausch, of hip versus earnest is so important in today's world because a lot of, most of the things in today's world, it's all plastic, it's all flimsy, it's all fake. You talk about all the social media stuff, but that is basically everyone putting their very best eight seconds forward, <laughs> you know, and other people watching and go, man, look at my life. It's not that good. Well, that was eight seconds snippet of their life of the very best thing that they could create, you know, and it's, it's all, it's all flimsy. It's all fake. I never thought of it that way. Oh, you did it again, Randy. Thanks, Rob, man. Done Appreciate it again, you, dude. Man. Thank you again. Appreciate you, guys. Thanks, guys.